social ladies. All the 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 social ladies. Now put your phones up. Breaking news. It's not really breaking news, Michelle. Well, the podcast only comes out once a week, so it's breaking this week. Twitter co-founder and CEO Jack Dorsey is stepping down as CEO. You're BFF. Okay, I wouldn't go as far to say we're BFFs. We've never met IRL, (laughs) but in my rankings of social media leaders, he's closer to the top. I think he's just like unique. Yeah, he's a little quirky and fun. He's quirky. Did you read his letter? I did. Um, So I saw it on Twitter, his resignation letter. He said- to the entire company and it was well written and it ended with a statement that said p.s i'm going to tweet this because i want twitter to be the most transparent company and then it said hi mom (laughs) again pretty quirky yeah that's why we like him love it really at the end of the day i think he felt that the company was ready to move on from its founders but my favorite part of it all is that they're saying until we can edit tweets the work is not going to be done. <laughs> One last move. One last move. Give it to us before he leaves. Give us the edit button. We don't need Twitter spaces. Oh my gosh. Speaking of. I read an article that said Hinge, the mm, dating, the dating app, app, has cracked the audio going viral code. So, you know, Facebook tried to do it. Clubhouse tried to do it. Clubhouse is not doing well right now. Earlier last month, Hinge actually unveiled these new voice prompts, which is leading to this virality. I think it's so cool where people can add prompts to their profile that they answer with their own voices. So I think it's super weird and creepy. (laughs) Also, I don't care what someone's voice sounds like before I meet them. I know that's like why they did it, which is interesting. But the prompts are going viral on TikTok because Mm. people are screen recording them. And some of them are really cringy. Some of them are really funny. And it's really giving everyone a chance to go viral in a new way. Yes, honestly, it's putting a new spin on content creator within the dating app world. How mortified would you be, though, if you were like Mm. scrolling on TikTok and then your Hinge profile came up with like you saying something dumb. I, yeah, I don't want to answer that because I don't think I could be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I'd be so much more. What are some examples of like audio things you've heard? I mean, the things I've seen the most of were singing and like voice impressions, like people doing quotes from movies. And asking people to finish it, right? Correct. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, so since everyone's a content creator now, I guess mm. all you have to do is make a hint. <laughs> we also saw a report come out this week that creator burnout is, is on the rise. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I think you posed this question to me earlier. It was like, how many pieces of content do you have to make to be considered a creator? Anyone who has social media is probably burnt out at this point. Right. I mean, it's not dissimilar to being marketers in the space. I think we've all experienced burnout in more ways than one. A lot of the things are listed here are things that I think we've considered ourselves. Yeah, let's see. We have follower count anxieties, hamster wheel effect, making a living, and then the top reason is changes to the algorithm. Yeah, I mean, like, who's not stressed about their job? Add things out of your control. Right, and there's constant changes, and that's something that, you know, we're in constant communication with our clients to let them know what's going on, too. And I bring that up because today we actually talked to a client of ours, Maria Dabrowski, who is the the director of social media for the Aspen Group. We talked to Maria all about working with an agency partner, how she's activating on all of the changes the platforms are constantly throwing at her, as well as how she's innovating on new platforms in general. Absolutely. Let's hear it. Hi, Maria. Welcome to All the Social Ladies. Hi, thanks for having me. We're so happy you're here and we're going to jump right into the social speed round. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. What's your favorite social network? Oh my gosh. TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Do you pronounce it GIF or JIF? GIF. Okay, what Instagram ad can you not get rid of? Oh my gosh, every single one that has to do with teeth for obvious reasons. Yes. (laughs) 
um, and every single clear aligner you can imagine. I was going to say seeing pictures of teeth might get a little creepy after a while, <laughs> but I guess you probably look at pictures of teeth all day. <laughs> I do. I really do look at them all day. I've become much more in tune with the dental industry, yeah. <laughs> much more in tune with a wannabe dentist personality than I ever thought I would when I was young. It's <laughs> been really great. <laughs> we love it though. Okay. What about your go-to emoji? Shrug shoulders. Nice. Who is your favorite celebrity to follow on social? So that's a good one. I know this is speed round. So I'm really, really trying to think of this. Here's the thing. I don't really follow too many celebrities, but I named my daughter after the movie Adeline. So Blake Lively wins for sure. I follow her. Big day for Blake Lively. She directed the Taylor Swift music video. That just came out today. Yeah. I know. I know. Talk about timely answer. (laughs) (laughs) Stories or feed? Can we tie? It's a tie. I'm all over the place. I can't stop. I don't think we've ever had a tie before. So congrats on being the first one with that. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I don't think I could choose. I'm pretty old school when it comes to certain things. So the feed will never go away um, for me ever. But I love stories and I scroll constantly. Mm -hmm. Good answer. Okay, last one in the speed round. What was your first screen name? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. I'm going to make it known. So my first screen name was Lil, like L I L. Pebble? (laughs) Lil Pebble? (laughs) (laughs) No, like Devil. Like I'm an angel. Oh, Devil. I thought you said Pebble, like Pebbles from Flintstones. Lil Devil. Wow, Maria. No, I don't even know what to say about that because if anybody knows me, it's pretty much the opposite of who I am. But maybe there's some ulterior kind of personality thing going on there. (laughs) I love it. That's so funny. (laughs) Well, I think that's a really good transition because we have been lucky to know you for quite a few years now, Michelle, more than I. But we're so excited to really have you on the show and just talk about you and your career and all the fun stuff you've been up to. Thank you. And you guys know I love you guys so much. (laughs) love partnering with likable for so many years so i'm really excited to be on here perfect so let's start by having you tell us a little bit about your career today and how you found yourself at the aspen group so working in general really has always been part of my dna Mm -hmm. just a little tiny bit of background is my family immigrated from russia when i was probably about three years old. I did not know that. <laughs> you, was that Michelle that just talked about? No, <laughs> I knew that. that. You knew that, Michelle? Yeah. You withheld that information from me? Wow. Yes, yes. I actually am fluent in Russian. So my family worked like several jobs to put me through school to be able to provide for us. We didn't really have much of anything. So I was taught to work really, really hard for everything I have. So I spent the majority of high school and college working in the retail industry. But my career really started at Claire's headquarters, where my love for marketing really, really began. And then from there, I started my almost nine-year journey at Redbox. It's hard to believe I was there. Yes, yes, yes. It became family more than anything. But that's where I focused on all things social. I became honestly pretty obsessed with it. Obsessed with all things storytelling, the crazy ever-changing landscape of social media, Mm -hmm. which you guys know, like the back of your hands, the literal like rush that comes from (laughs) marketing. I I really have a thing with that. And then my relationship and thoughts around influencers, community management, and to do it with a fun entertainment brand like Redbox was honestly 
exhausting. It really was. And I I loved having you guys, obviously, as my partner. (laughs) So, you know, Michelle, I know you know a lot about Redbox as well. And then from there, I did move into my current role at the Aston Group. Um, And I'm the director of social there. Shifted more into the healthcare industry, doing exactly what I'm most passionate about. Again, all things social like you guys. And I've been here since January of this year, and I'm loving it. A pandemic career shift. We've had a couple of those Mm -hmm, conversations on the show. What was it like? starting there. Were you remote when you started? I was. It was wild. You know, a little personal tidbit is I just had a baby too in this pandemic. And so switching from a place that I had been at for nine years with a new baby, completely remote was wild. But honestly, I think one thing we've learned in so many, however many months it's been is that we really can do majority of things virtual. And we had such a great team here that was so helpful in getting me onboarded that it actually was smoother than I thought it would be. Well, I feel like you also, I mean, because you're one of our clients, I see you more now because of virtual than we did before. Like we did phone calls before. Now I see you on video a couple of times a week. So it's actually given us more FaceTime in a way. That's such a good point. Yes. That's such a good point. You know, some of the things at the office, like potlucks and some of the things that we felt really comfortable with obviously went away, but like just to click a Zoom link or a Teams link really fast and see somebody's face, you can do that momentarily. You're right. I will have seen you guys more, which is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, we love it too. I mean, I want to take a step back and hear a little bit more about your interest in social to begin with. Was it a career that you had really seen yourself going into or was it something you kind of like learned pretty quickly in starting at Claire's? Yeah, that's a great question. It's funny. When I started at Claire's Corporate and it was, again, the first kind of big girl job that I went into, like I was mm-hmm. an allocation analyst. <laughs> so it had nothing to do yeah, with social. Right. <laughs> Probably the quite opposite of social, it sounds like. <laughs> And, you know, it's interesting, like, while it taught me that that wasn't necessarily the thing for me, I was able to explore so many different areas of marketing and in an entry level coordinator position, you're able to really like at a high level tap into so many different things within that marketing umbrella and truly find kind of your niche within Mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember some of the first few meetings that I'd had all around social media. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like the fact that you can make really, really quick decisions and be the face of the brand and tell the story so close to the consumer or or now, I guess, here, the patient. Like it's such an incredible place to be in within the marketing industry. Yeah. That to me was just so appealing. I just loved it. I'm curious because you were at Redbox for nine years and that was the first kind of social role for you. What would you say the biggest change was from when you started at Redbox on the social team to when you moved on to your next role? Love that, Michelle. I think a couple things. One thing that I realized about social media that I became really comfortable with and fell in love with was kind of one of the things that I talked about in the beginning of this call, which is that like it always, always, always changes. Every day there's something new. Every day there's a new technology. There's a new trend. There's a new audience. There's a new quote unquote thing that you can hone on and be like, okay, does this make sense for the brand? And like, mm-hmm. what is it? And who does it really, you know, tap into? And what story can we tell? I think throughout my career, really understanding the importance of what that means and how yeah. you're able to 
that and identify like, okay, for this area of the business, it does make sense. But for this area of the business, it doesn't make sense. I think really understanding at more of a strategic level towards the latter half of my career is something that I've definitely taken onto this role. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of your question, get back to me on that one. I have to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, totally fine. (laughs) So you mentioned in your intro and background of your career, shifting gears from Redbox, which was a kind of, you know, out of the box brand to the healthcare space. So we're curious what that change has been like for you. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been super fulfilling. I'm not going to lie. It's been challenging, but in a really interesting way. And the greatest thing is I feel, and I felt this at Redbox, but it is very different here is that like you can truly, truly make an impact on people's lives and not something that really, really excites me here. Mm -hmm. You know, I think healthcare is super unique for sure. One of the best things about my role at TAG, which, you know, you guys know, but stands for the Aspen Group, is really is that there's four brands that are under this like one umbrella, right? And everything is about bringing better healthcare to more people. You know this, like primarily I work right now in the Aspen Dental business. So we work on telling our brand story to our patients who we are, what we stand for, and also talk about who Aspen is in terms of like the culture mm-hmm. and get will be potentially interested in joining Aspen, which by the way, they should because it's <laughs> And then I also get to touch Motto, which as you know, is our new clear liner business exclusively at Aspen. And then I also get to work on a medical aesthetics business, which is an absolutely beautiful state-of-the-art medical aesthetics business called Chapter. And then every single day, I'm learning more and more yeah. voice and well now and all these different areas. And honestly, it's been so fulfilling and unique in that it's on the brand side. So like you deep dive into these different categories, but it does feel a bit like an internal agency role as right, well. Right, right. It's super cool and nothing that I had necessarily expected, but has been extremely rewarding. So very different, but definitely really, really awesome. That's a great point though, getting to touch the different kind of pieces of it. No day is the same. Well, the thing I was going to bring up too is like social is always changing as well. We've already talked about that since we've been speaking. So it's nice to kind of marry those two. So there's constantly this quick pivot that needs to happen for your role, Maria, where you're kind of like keeping the pulse of social, yet also keeping the pulse of what's important at TAG all the time. Yes, yes. And even though all four brands represent the same thing, they're also very unique in their own ways. So what makes sense for one brand may not make sense at all for the other. And so part of the interesting thing is really honing into the uniqueness of each and every brand and identifying what will be most impactful for every area of the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You mentioned working on both the, the patient side and the employer side for Aspen Dental. And I'm really interested in the employer side of it because you see on TikTok and even Instagram, this like kind of life at wherever people being able to use their employees like as content creators mm. in a way. And I know that you're doing that with Aspen Dental as well and with Motto Clear Aligner. So tell us how you've kind of, you know, tapped into the employees of Aspen to recruit both patients and other team members. Well, I love that question, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much to this, right? So a couple of things. One of the things during my interview process that I did was really like, obviously get on Google and search all things. <laughs> obviously, yeah. What exactly I was about to do. But one of the things that immediately started 
stuck out to me that was so different from any other company that I had been researching was the people. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like there are so many faces here and there is so much passion in all of these people and all these people that are telling the story. Like what is the culture within this organization? And what I've learned outside of, you know, I had mentioned a very smooth onboarding process and all the nice people that had helped along the way. The thing that really stuck out is these right now 900 plus Aspen Dental offices, each and every office has these amazing dentists and dental assistants and hygienists and lab techs and these amazing, amazing teams that help patients day in and day out. And each of them have these amazing personalities. And they talk about like why they love Aspen so much and how Aspen has helped them along their journey post-graduate school or Mm -hmm. switching from job to Aspen and what Mm -hmm. that like and the compassion behind these teams and what that represents is absolutely through the roof, like nothing I have ever seen before. And so one of the first things that I had done kind of once coming on board was like, all right, this is fabulous. What can we do with it from a content perspective? Mm -hmm. Here to what you said, Michelle, it's like really honing into these people and creating a true brand ambassador program so that you have these brand ambassadors who are the face of the brand, right? Like they're a representation of what Aspen people stand for. And so we We are now, and I don't like the word using because we're not using them, but we are showcasing these brand ambassadors through our content to talk about what it's like to work for Aspen, what it's like to have a patient-doctor relationship. What are these things like true from the source versus using models or using you know, people who aren't necessarily in the office is actually doing the work day to day. I feel like, you know, we just started piloting this program, which is fantastic, but it's going to be evolving as we get into next year. I mean, it's going to become a much larger thing that we back up, but especially like you said, with TikTok, it's like, Mm. we can do so much. And these people are so fun and creative and amazing, and they're going to be able to represent the company so wonderful moving forward. It's such a smart strategy too, because I'm thinking, you know, from the patient side for this particularly, but you go to the dentist to have a relationship with a dentist or with the people there. You're not necessarily like buying a product. Like you want to know the people who are working in your mouth. mouth. (laughs) Right. Exactly. There's like this perfect tie-in too, because people always expect, even when you use the term brand ambassador, that they're still going to be like some influencer of some sort. And it's almost like, no, like let's talk to the people who are excited about where they work first and foremost, before we throw dollars at this talent or influencer who may not necessarily be as passionate about it as our own employees. Exactly. And we had them actually fly out several weeks ago for an event that we host yearly leadership retreat. And one of the days we'd spent with these brand ambassadors and we were just asking them questions and what being part of Aspen Dental means to you and what does it represent? How has it helped you? These answers were so powerful. They were so And it again, kind of just reinforced my love for Aspen. And I'm not necessarily in the office every single day at all, but my role is to tell that story and support the offices. And, you know, I think the brand ambassador program is definitely going to be big for next year. 
Definitely. And, and that's such a great segue because you mentioned leadership retreat. And I wanted to talk to you in general about some of your favorite projects or initiatives you've worked on, whether that's at Redbox or at the Aspen Group. And I know the one a couple of weeks ago was such a big moment for you. So tell us some of your favorite social memories. You know, I have so many social memories. I've actually <laughs> myself this question several times throughout the years. And then I realized that my true answer to this is, you know, I can definitely deep dive you through several projects that frankly, I'm sure I worked on in partnership with Likeable throughout the years too. But more than anything at both Redbox and the Aspen Group, it honestly has always, always, always been about the people for me. Culture is everything. The people are everything. And the very best part of my role today is helping build my team. It's honestly such an honor. It's like, there's so many projects. There's so many initiatives that could spin myself into a tizzy, but Thinking about the team here and kind of building the function has been honestly an honor. And we have had exceptionally talented people who've been here for years. And then there's been several newer people that have joined. And I'm just constantly blown away by how hardworking and excited and knowledgeable this whole team is. And while I love being able to mentor, a favorite thing of mine is learning from them daily. Mm -hmm. And you guys know this. It's like we were talking about the ever-changing landscape of social so many times on this call already. And I feel like from my people, like they're teaching me all these things about TikTok every single day. (laughs) This is fantastic. And then I also just love being able to be mentored. The leadership team here is truly best in class, but not escaping your initial question. If I did have to bring up a favorite project of mine in, let's say the last year, it's definitely healthy mouth movement at Aspen, hands down, hands down. When we talk about being impactful, you know, every single year on day of service, which we just passed our seventh day of service a few weeks ago, Aspen Dental provides free dental care to veterans. And in the last seven years, they've been able to help over 30,000 veterans, which... That's amazing. Incredible. And to be part of that, even in the smallest of ways, is truly everything. And you guys know this, like with social media, like you're able to see all the teams in the offices in action in real time and even some of the patients. And it was honestly so moving. It was by far my favorite project this last year. So I want to wrap it up by talking about, you know, you said in your intro that Redbox became like a family. We talked about the favorite parts of your job is the people you work with. We've worked together for like five, six yeah, years Yeah, it's hard now. not to acknowledge our working relationship in this situation. <laughs> Likeable, you always say it's an extension of your team. Which we love. Which we love. So I want to kind of talk about your point of view on working with agency partners and what foundation needs to be put in place to be successful. Yeah, that's a great question. So I don't think it's just so important. Like, to me, it is a total game changer. Yeah. Um, it's a necessity. Having the right agency partner truly becoming the extension of your immediate team is a must, in particular as it relates to social media, right? So one of the things that we talked about throughout this is that social changes daily. It is honestly impossible to keep up with everything. There's just right. so many things happening all the time. There's so many new trends something, you know, in the world happens, people need to know about and be able to respond to or not respond to. Mm -hmm. And being able to have a partner, a true partner that you can rely on that has your business at the forefront of their minds truly just helps 
me sleep better. You know, it, it really is a must being able to lean on a team to help brainstorm ideas quickly and execute honestly just as fast as brainstorming the ideas themselves really is crucial when working for a fast-paced organization, right? Like it's a (laughs) non-negotiable. And, you know, I think having the right team that can help bring your vision to life is truly just really, really powerful stuff. And I obviously have loved working with you guys for six years now. I mean, you're definitely my partners in crime. (laughs) We always, (laughs) we always talk internally just about that, like gut check or that checks and balances that need to happen in a perfect working relationship. And I think that's one of the things that you're really touching on here is just like being able to flow ideas with a real partner, not just someone who's interested in like making an income off of you and vice versa. Like there's something truly there about being able to check in, not only say, hi, how are you? But also be like, what do we think about this? Does this make sense? Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, it has been such an amazing time with you, Maria, over the years. And I'm so glad we were finally able to do this interview and have you talk with us. And it was just so nice to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was great. I, you guys know this. I've loved working with you guys so much. And I'm so excited to have been part of this podcast today. So thank you. It's so interesting hearing Maria talk about all the different things she's learning working at TAG, you know, from the clear aligners to the dental care and aesthetics. And I feel like in my time as a marketer, it's the same thing. Like, oh my God, yeah. I never would have expected to know so much about teeth and oral health or to know so much about whatever it is that the client I'm working on. Um, it's kind of a fun fun thing we're not alone no it's so like you can even think back to all of the clients we've worked with in our time at likable and it's just like I remember I was looking at stock imagery for another healthcare organization and one of the things I had learned was that I couldn't show a stethoscope and I remember it it was something very specific for that one (laughs) brand but I always hold on to that and whenever I work on another healthcare brand I always am thinking can I show a stethoscope that's funny and it's just these weird nuances and these things that I'm like why is this in my brain it's the same way Taylor Swift lyrics live here forever (laughs) forever (laughs) I know we touched on this a lot in the interview of how you know Maria's been a client for a long time, but I feel like in a way I've kind of grown up with her as a client too. Mm, like, yeah, you know, we've grown in our careers kind of side by side and it's so great to have someone that I've met professionally also become a friend and we can talk about work. We can talk about uh, reality TV. It's the best. She loves Bravo. <laughs> Shockingly enough, the account we want you to follow this week is not a TikTok. <laughs> It's actually Twitter, which ties back to what we were talking about yeah, earlier. this one's for Jack. Pour one out for Jack. <laughs> so earlier this week, Walmart actually leaned into Twitter's new e-commerce live stream shopping opportunity with a virtual variety show. Hosted by Jason Derulo. Beautiful job. Thank you. But yeah, they kicked off their Cyber Deals live event associated with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, etc. With this really cool variety show where users were able to tune in and shop alongside. I know I like hated on live shopping in last week's episode, but this seems kind of cool. I'm into this. It's just a unique way to use it. And I like that they launched it with a big retailer. And a big artist. Right, of course. It gets people to tune in. Yep. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. All the social ladies, 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 all the social ladies. Now put your phones up.